Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus today on real ghost stories online what was the bright foggy light that invaded one listener's home that's today on real ghost stories online welcome to real ghost stories online Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number to write in. Or call it. There you go. And share your real ghost story with us. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. We'd uh, love to hear your ghost stories. And if you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an extra podcast person. And the EPP is sign up for that at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Tony and Carol Hughes joining you once again. And how are you doing this fine day, Carol? Tony, I'm just so great. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> It's there's, there's, so great. It's it, on a day like you know June first of 2020. Let me tell it's you, kids, a weird day. When you look back in the history books, you're going to look at that and go, "Let's pour ourselves some lemonade because that's a great day in American history." Uh, yeah. No, everybody it's not. got along so well. It's just everything it was, was looking so up. Everything's just looking so great again. Uh, oh Jesus Christ. Uh, so yeah, it's, I, I can't even watch the news right now. Cause I'm, I'm just like, I'm in no way being serious about what I just said. So if somebody's out there going, he thinks things are great. I don't, I don't at all. I was being sarcastic and satirical. Welcome to our program. I know a lot of you come here uh, for escape. So every once in a while we need to escape too. And, and just kind of talk about, you know, what the hell is going on, but let's jump into some ghost stories and, uh, have some fun with that today. Uh, Again, 
1-855-853-4802, our phone number to share your real ghost story with us. Let's go to our first letter of the day. It says, let me start off by saying I'm not sensitive, but I do get visions in a way, like when I sleep, usually. I don't remember my dreams, but when I do, it's like I'm truly living an event. Then I wake up, and that event can happen in one to two weeks or that day. Other times, I'll get random thoughts in my head and dither. It is what someone is going to say next or something that is going to happen soon. This has been going on for a long while now, probably since I was in the fourth grade. And the, is the first memory of this happening. Anyway, let us get to that story. I used to live in Washington State. And when most people think of Starbucks, Seattle, rain and woods. But let me say something about that. It is true, except that there are more than woods. There are haunted woods. I luckily did not live near any woods or any water source, such as a stream, lake, or creek. So, you would think that I had dodged all the bullets, but not. Of course I did not. I lived in a haunted house. Let me say that I've always loved the paranormal, and my dream job is to be an investigator or do a podcast like you guys, but that does not mean that I'm not scared of ghosts. Anyway, my brother, who are all called Jay, and I moved into my mom's boyfriend house. I didn't think too much of it at this. It's very normal for us to do. Little did I know this was going to be different, a lot different. My mom's boyfriend's name was JD. Anyway, JD did not have a working AC in his house, so we usually slept in the garage since it was summer at the time. So one day we were all taking a nap around noon. About three hours later, I suddenly woke up with an urge to use the restroom. So I got off my air mattress, left the dark garage as quiet as I could. When I opened the garage door, the light was so bright, it blinded me. So I'm squinting, walking into the house about 20 feet away. Once I get to the door, I go in as fast as I can, get out of the sun. And now my eyes are taking less light than I can see normally. The first thing I notice is the TV was off. I thought it was weird because we usually leave it on. But I let it go because my mom could have turned it off. So I walk into the bathroom and I lock the door and I look into the mirror. I'm about to sit and do my business when all of a sudden... I see the bathroom door opening slowly. So at first I thought that maybe my brother got the key or I didn't close it all the way. But then the door started to close, then open, then close over and over vigorously. But there was no one on the other side of the door. So now I was scared. I was yelling for my brother. Then it stopped with the door wide open. I run out. And as I'm running through the door frame, it feels like I'm running through super thick fog. And it was ice cold, but I didn't stop. I just kept running all the way to the garage. No one believed me besides my brother because he told me he was the last one in the house and the TV was on. And when he got to the door, the TV shut off. So he turned around and was going back to the living room where he felt the invisible ice cold fog. And for clarification, like I said, the door was locked and no one was in the house besides me. There was no AC, and the only windows were in the kitchen in the other half of the house, and our spare bedroom also on the other side of that house. After that, I never went into the house alone, or tried not to, but when I did, I always felt watched and never completely alone. I have a couple of other stories to share. When the time is right, at FYI, I had a strange feeling about this airing with you, Tony, and Carol. No idea why. I love the podcast. Thanks for sharing my story. Gunner. Well, that's interesting. I I did not plan that. 
And by strange feeling, what does that mean? Like, bad feeling? <laughs> I don't or, know. Now I'm paranoid. Uh, just guessing which who's going to be on the episode, I guess. And, and just kind of... Okay. So it's not necessarily bad feeling. No. Just a strange one. Just a strange feeling. You give people a strange feeling, Carol. We need to talk about this. <laughs> But I'm going to talk about oh it in God, a real creepy voice. Oh, I'm going to shit I need to do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. But, uh, Although, I had to kind of, when when um, they were talking about running through the house and it was cold, all I could think of running through the house going, the AC's working, the AC's working. <laughs> Everybody come in here. It's nice and cool. Because that would be a nice thing for them to do. It's like, Watch this. Yeah. Boom, we can make your house really comfortably cold. Um, yeah, that shit reminds me of when I was a kid and that really scary stuff. And yeah. being poor and not having air conditioning in your house was also my situation. Sure. But that being really terrified of it. And you're sitting there looking at something and it's happening and it shouldn't be happening and you can't explain it, but it's happening. Yeah. You know? It's like, and then of course people are gonna try to tell you it wasn't happening, but yeah, and just seeing something that you can't explain, especially when you're a kid, you know. Yeah, Although that's... that shit would scare me right now. Sure. <laughs> it happened to me so. No, it, it's uh, it's a situation where you know you're, you're trying to just get through it and and try and make some sense of any of it, and at the end, it, it's just like the the only. Solution is is avoidance. Uh, you know, you just can't. You're not going to win that battle in some cases. And you know, there's, at some point, you know, I'm, I'm all about being a fighter and things. But when it's, it's like it's, it's a losing battle, you're, if that ghost is determined, you're not going to get it gone. And and you probably don't want to go through the experience of trying to get it gone because um, that could, I think, be more scarring than just what it was doing. You know, to begin with. Agreed. No. Agreed. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number. At, uh, real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump over to this one. Uh, it says, hi, I have several stories. When I was about four years old, my grandma and I were sleeping in the bed in the attic or sewing room. I was sick and felt like I had bugs crawling on me. So my grandma would get out of bed, turn the light on to show me that there were no bugs on me. And once I was satisfied, I'd then get up and turn the light off and get back into bed. The routine continued several times as each time she turned the light off, I would feel the bugs again. The light had a string on it, so she had to find it in the dark and pull the string each time as she was starting to lose her patience with me. One of the times she pulled the string to turn the light out, I saw a ghost in a full-length mirror. I screamed and told her what I saw, an old man with a white beard in a white shirt and white pants looking at me. I felt like he looked like a ship captain. I do not know if I knew he was a ghost at the time, though. My grandma turned the light off and on repeatedly after that, trying to replicate what I saw to no avail. I've told the story my whole life, sometimes embellishing what he was wearing, and the truth is I can only go by what my grandma remembers as the ghost's appearance is very vague to me after 46 years. My grandma is now 86, and she remembers it very clearly. She said whether I saw a ghost or not, I convinced her that I did. And I, no one ever slept in that room again. This house was in Washington, and we moved to California when I was five. 
My grandma used to tell me that my mom saw ghosts in that house all the time, but that she herself never did. When I recently asked my mom about it, she said she could not remember. When I was a child, I used to hear my name called. I would turn around expecting to see my mom and no one would be there. I was an only child for 10 years, so I spent a lot of time alone. These things spooked me and I wanted them to go away. So I pretty much ignored anything scary. It's been a long time since anything scary has happened to me, thank goodness. My other story is about my baby brother. When my brother was 20 years old, he was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. He also had agoraphobia, so his connection with the outside world, other than me, our mom, and his dad was all but cut off. He'd periodically ask us how family members were doing, but he never spoke with the family or saw them. He only knew what we told him. Flash forward about 10 years, and our first cousin on our mom's side was in a single car accident and was killed. If you know anything about schizophrenics, you know that they do not handle death well at all, so my mom made the decision that she would not tell him, ever, to ensure that his dad would not slip up and say something. She chose not to tell his dad either. My brother and his dad lived in a town about half an hour where he grew up from, where my, my cousin died. So my mom was 100% sure he would never find out. I went along with my mom's plan, even though I had mixed feelings, because in the end, I did not want my brother upset. Well, somewhere in the first year after my cousin's death, my brother told my mom that he had a strange thing happen. He proceeded to tell her that he was lying in bed one night. Our cousin appeared above him. My mom asked if our cousin said anything to him. My brother said no. He just looked at him. He laughed it off and said that was weird. After this happened, my mom told my brother's dad about our cousin dying. But to this day, my brother still has no idea that our cousin died. I have a few other stories, but those are lengthy. So I'll have to wait for another time. Very uh, interesting family stories there. Um, in, in the first one, my mind just kept picturing, uh, the Vandekamp's fish stick guy, uh, as the ghost <laughs> showing up in the mirror, like with the, the yellow, in my mind, he's wearing a yellow parka or something. I don't know what he's, it's probably the, uh, uh, Mandela effect. I don't know what he's wearing, but in my mind, he has a big beard and is wearing a big yellow raincoat. Maybe it's a mix of Curious George and the Vandekamp's guy. I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't actually have anything in my head. No. For that, no. Old sailor. I just kind of saw like a shadowy figure. Yeah. But it, I think it's interesting because the mom is like, oh, I don't remember anything. Yeah. That is so a mom thing. Like, okay, we lived in a haunted house. Remember, <laughs> we were all terrified. And mom and my, this is my mom. She'd be like, yeah, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. kind <laughs> <laughs> of was. Well, yeah, you know, that one time. And then she'd tell this most terrifying story. And I go, what do you think that was? I don't, well, I don't know. I think it could have been a ghost, Mom. Well, I don't know. <laughs> is she it a just, guilt thing? She is wouldn't it, buy into it for the longest time. Is it just not wanting, though, to look at, say, look back and say, I had my kids in a haunted house and they were terrified by it. I don't want to be responsible for that. I don't know. My mom kind of thrives on crap like that. You know, she, <laughs> she loves drama. It's true. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. And then I think that other, like, that's an interesting situation about not telling him about the person's death and then him seeing that person. Yeah. It's almost. So it's like that person went and told him goodbye. Mm -hmm. Without directly saying it, because maybe even he knew. It'd be a bad idea if I said, hi, I'm dead. Nobody's telling you, 
you know, just more of a, hey, I'm just going to float above your bed like uh, Fred Savage and Little Demons in 1989. It'd be real creepy and weird, and there'll be something weird that just scares in your bedroom. Uh, Oh, my God. I hope I don't wake up tonight and see Fred Savage hovering (laughs) above me. That's all I need. Do you have any... I remember that movie because I was a kid, but do you you remember that movie at all? No, Uh, I don't even kind of at all. It was horrible. I've got that in my head. It was a horrible, horrible movie. And it was one of those where everyone was like so big on Fred Savage because of Wonder Years. And it was obviously it's an iconic, great show. But then like he was in a series of movies and they're all just kind of like, yeah, they're OK. you know. <laughs> but um, anyway, if you were uh, a kid at the time. That's where you remember some of those just bizarre ones. We all have them. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's jump over to a caller. Hi, let's hear your story. Hey, guys. How's it going? So I uh, kind of want to stay anonymous for this one. Sorry, that's my dog in the background. Um, kind of want to stay anonymous for this one, so I'm just going to refer to myself as Bob. But um, I live in South Dakota in a pretty small town. Um, 700 people, so pretty much everybody knows everybody. Um, it's one of those towns where you see somebody on the side of the road or something like that, you pull over, you help them. Uh, you know, kind of a tight-knit community. But um, anyway, I work at a golf course uh, in South Dakota, which is about a 35, 40-minute drive from uh, the town that I live in to the golf course. And, you know, it's a golf course, so you start real early in the morning. So I wake up at 4 or 3.45, head out there at 4, and then I start work at 5 o'clock. But when you're driving out there, I mean, it's it, obviously it's dark, 4 o'clock in the morning in South Dakota. It, it gets light at, like, 5, so it's not extremely dark, but it's still, you know, privacy silhouettes and stuff, but it's, it's still kind of sketchy. Well, anyways... Um, one, one time, uh, I'm driving out there, I, uh, I see these, uh, these taillights and, um, it's kind of, it's South Dakota, so it's, it's pretty flat. I mean, there are some hills here and there, but majority of my route, I can see at least two miles ahead of me. Um, I can see taillights, you know, a long ways away. So right away, I was kind of, when I saw these taillights, I was kind of like, shook because uh, I didn't see them before this and this is uh, probably 10 miles into uh, a road that I had to take before I was like 20 miles a stretch of this road until you turn onto uh, the gravel road to get to my building so I was like 10 miles onto this 20 mile stretch and from the beginning of this 20 mile stretch to where I was it was all flat so and I mean, I was only probably about a mile behind this car, so I would have seen it. So I kind of just, I'm like, all right, that's kind of weird, but they probably just turned on an approach, whatever. So I see these taillights, I see these taillights. They go over a hill, I don't see them anymore. Um, you know, I, I eventually get over the hill, I expect to see them. They're gone, completely gone. And I'm like, all right, and they turned. But again, South Dakota, pretty flat. I looked both ways to my left and my right. I looked ahead of me. I looked on all the roads that I passed. There was no taillight. Like I said, it's dark. I can see taillights for a long ways away. I can also see headlights from a long ways away. Um, and I, I, I didn't see any of that. And I was just 
you know, like it, it, it threw me off. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I probably just didn't see him. I write it off. Uh, I go over another hill. I come, I get, I get on top of the hill. I see, I see these taillights sitting on the side of the road. And now I'm really confused because it's like they have their hazards on, but it's not as, I don't know how to explain it. It's not as, uh, it's not really a pattern. It's like, you know, hazards are like on, off, on, off on up these these were not like that at all it was like it would like they'd go on and they'd stay there and then they'd kind of flicker and then they go off and on off on stay there kind of flicker and then they go off for a while and then they go back to being regular hazards so you know like i said it's the type of place where you stop and help people and um so i start to get closer to this car probably within 500, 300 yards, and, you know, obviously I'm starting to slow down. I get down to about 20 miles an hour, you know, probably 200 feet, maybe 100 yards away from them, and it just, they, I, I see the lights, I see the taillights shut off, and at this point, and, like, my lights are kind of dim on my car, I have an older car, so I couldn't really see the car, but when I saw the taillights shut off, but okay. So I kept going. I kept going a little bit longer. And like I said, maybe only a hundred yards. I get to the point where the car was to shine my headlights on it to see if they need any help. Car's gone. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck just happened? Like at this point, I pulled over and was like kind of walking around the area. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? At this point, I was, I was spooked. Like this has never happened to me before. Like, I, I, I just don't know. And, um, so, you know, I'm just like, okay. So I go to work, whatever. I get home and I, um, my parents, I, like I, I've lived in this town for 18 years. I'm 18 right now. Um, I've lived here my whole life. And, um, I'm, I asked my parents, like, were there any crashes out there? Like, do you know of anything? And turns out, um, about right where I, about right where I saw this car, um, apparently a while back, I don't know exactly how long, but somebody pulled over, um, at this spot and their, their car basically exploded because I don't know, there's something wrong with the engine, but it, it, it basically blew up in this, in this spot or at least, you know, right around this area. So that, I was kind of like, whoa. I mean, that's, like I said, I've been living here for all my life, and I've never heard of that story. So I was kind of shook by that. And I'm not insane. I'm not, I, I'm mentally stable. I was not on anything. I was not drunk. I was not on any sort of drugs or anything like that. Um. Yes, it was four in the morning. Yes, I was a little tired, but I, I, I know what I saw. Like, I was awake enough. I was alert enough to be able to drive. So obviously I was awake and alert. And this was, I've been working out there for four years. This was last year. So my third year working out there. I, I'm kind of used to those hours. And this was like midway through the summer. I'm used to working 
at five in the morning, working 10 hour a day and driving home at three. Like I was used to that. So again, I wasn't really that tired and it just, I mean, I, I don't know. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, may I think my personal opinion is it might've just kind of been residual. Um, that's, that's kind of what I got. Uh, I'm religious and I know you're not supposed to communicate with ghosts or anything like that. I don't really believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits and, and demons and stuff, but I know you're not really supposed to communicate. So I, I, I didn't and haven't tried since. Um, but I, I, I don't really know. Like, I guess I don't really know the whole communication thing with, with spirits and spiritual world. But I would think if I go to that spot with like a recorder a spirit box or something, I I could try to contact. But I uh, I'm I'm too scared of uh, too scared of the spiritual world to do that really. So uh, yeah, uh, I also have another story about seeing a tall shadow, uh, like almost demogorgon looking thing on the side of the road. But I'll I'll save that for another time if you want to hear it. Um, I really love your guys' podcast. Uh, thanks for everything you do. I really did somebody believe me on this one because everybody I've told this story to, they just look at me and they're like, you're fucking crazy, dude. And yeah, I just thought I'd share it. Um, thanks for everything, guys. I'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks for sharing that, uh, that experience with us. What's, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, at first, as he's telling the story, because I, I can totally see that kind of road, because where I live, it can be super flat, and you yeah. can see really far. And um, But I'm like, you know, you try to debunk it, and it's like, they could have had a short in their lights. Sure. So, which even, like, they could have pulled over, and the lights are still shortening and out. But the fact that the car wasn't there, I'm like, but I love him because he's like, even though it was kind of weird, like the lights are there, they're not there, they're there. He was still willing to help him. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Like, that's a good person. But I'm also so with him on that communication thing. Like, I don't need to communicate with anything. Yeah. Nor do I want to. But I do think that things like that happen. And I definitely think that happened to him. And it's interesting. But he pulled over where the car should be. And I, I wouldn't yeah. have even done that. I'd and, have been like, maybe I should help him, but they're freaking me out. I'll get, I'll get somewhere and call nine one one. Yeah, there's that good Samaritan thing where it's like, yeah, I'd like to be the perfect me would be, but I'm a little too freaked out to do it right now. So, um, no, but he did it. He like, did it. Yeah. Off. Yeah, definitely. That's a good person right there that does. Except for the very end. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. This is kind of freaking me out. Mm -hmm. But they might need help. Like, what a good person. Those those days, those, uh, you know, being that age and, you know, starting, you know, your life and being out driving and everything. I have so many fond memories of uh, me going out and driving. It's interesting. There's there's a highway near my hometown that kind of divides right and left. Uh, and uh, uh, there's this one side of the highway and there's the other side of the highway, uh, but they have distinctly different feels to them. And I don't know why, but I would love to go out sometimes late at night in my 1983 Pontiac Sunbird and uh, and cruise around Ooh. the these hills and and kettles as they call them in some areas of Wisconsin, uh, and I would just start driving uh, the direction towards Lake Michigan, 
Uh, and it's about a 30-mile drive, but there's just rolling hills left and right. And it's very easy to get turned around and lost. And there's no GPS in 1997 or 8 or whatever. Um, so uh, it's it's just me and getting lost and trying to figure my way back out. But I would love doing that because there was something just kind of creepy and weird. And the hills would roll at night and you get fog in some of the bottoms and then others not. And I never had anything happen like this where there was a missing car or uh, something like that. I was wanted that. But I did get turned around many times where I swore to God I was going just kind of in a straight line trying to get oh, back super home. super easy to do. And then I'm all of a sudden back going past the same like drugstore in some town with third, like three people in it. Like, how did I get back here? You know, um, but th- that, that was the weirdest I ever had was I had that happen consistently one night and I still don't know how the hell it happened um, because I swear to God, I was just on this straight path, this straight road. And somehow, I I don't know. I, I don't know. It was a weird one. But uh, anyway, uh, 855-853-4802, our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. That's going to wrap up today's episode of the program. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you are at Carol Hughes, correct? On Instagram. On Instagram. Well, that's where everybody is now. Nobody's using anything other I than know, that right? or MySpace. That's what I want to bring back. Uh, I really do enjoy all the comments I get from people. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, so follow us. Uh, follow at Carol Hughes on Instagram. I'm at Tony Bruski, B-R-U-E-S-K-I. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.